All right, and welcome back to the Middle of the Park podcast. I'm your host, as always, Grady Hubbard, and along with me, my co-host, Liam Fribley. How's it going, Grady? Not well, to be honest. Pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still depressed. It's, uh, it's been a shocker days. of a week, to be honest. It's. I don't. I don't even know where to start. Big games, big losses. It's been a madness. I'm. I just. I rewatched the highlights yesterday for this game, and I just. I I can't I can't rewatch the highlights. I'll be honest. I turned it off, way too late. I don't know. It was like uh, I I turned off the game. Uh, I turned off the game when it was five five one. Or whenever Salah scored, I think yeah, because yeah, he made it five two. Yeah. Because then, so it, I so I was watching the game when it was four one, and then some bullshit ass goal happens, so it's five one, yeah. and I'm just done. Yeah. And then I I turn off the game and I'm just chilling, and then like it's like a they pulled me back in. I so I see the notification and Salah scores. I'm like, is there hope? And then immediately I turn it on, and then Aston Villa bang in two, and it's seven two. Yeah, so for the listeners, if you're if you're a little confused, Aston Villa smashed Liverpool this weekend seven two. Um, it was sad. I'll be honest. Um, it was just a, it was just a. I think it just shows like how terrible much, performance. It just shows how much we need like Mane and Allison. Like yeah, Allison was missed. Yeah, I think so bad. Mane was I missed mean, too. I think Jota did an okay job, but nothing he's just not as good yeah i think everybody was and playing like shit this weekend and, and it wasn't even like the adrian made a mistake for the first yeah. goal but then like but the first five minutes liverpool were getting out like out bossed yeah. like liverpool looked like the 17th place relegation team getting dominated it, yeah you know what it was i mean just... aston villa was pushing them into the corner constantly and it was like aston villa made the situation where adrian made that mistake you know what i mean it was a sloppy slow unprofessional-esque it was just it was like it was like professionals versus the schoolyard kids fam I, they, they played like they were scared yeah i have no idea why i just i don't just don't i don't I get this i mean maybe they were just like afraid that they had covid i, I literally just don't have any understanding about how liverpool yeah, play like I, don't know. I mean it, and you you can say what you want about adrian but they still have virgil van dyke who's supposed to be the best defender in the world gomez who's like the england starter yeah. And then Trent Oxen on and then Robertson. Robertson's the captain of Scotland and Trent plays for England. So like these are these are supposed to be like amazing defenders. Yeah. So like they should be able to cover up for Adrian's weakness, but it was just so poor. I mean, I think honestly, like Robertson was probably one of the few people that actually had a decent performance. Like he at least tried. Yeah, you know what I mean? I agree with that. But it was just Gomez and Trent were getting absolutely exposed constantly. Yeah, it, was, it was brutal. It was just and Aston Villa were so much better too. Yeah, it wasn't just that like Aston Villa like shimmy got like a some shit house result and took the win. It was like an absolute domination. Yeah, they came to play. Uh, thankfully, this wasn't at Anfield. That'd be even more embarrassing. Oh my! At least it yeah. was away. And oh my god! And at least there weren't any fans. Oh my god! Yeah, that would have been a murder. It was a murder, but um, yeah. Down. Where where did Liverpool go from here? Um, I don't know. I well, I think we play Everton this week. We have a we have two two, two weeks. weeks. We have yeah. international break. Um, Everton's been on a roll. Um, but I think I definitely think we'll bounce back just because it's the Merseyside derby. 
um, and we just got battered. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they 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 better yeah. bounce back. And but you see the thing, Allison won't be back for another four yeah, to six that's, weeks. So Adrian's gonna yeah, be that's, in goal. That's a tough I mean, honestly, I've I've always been a carious support, not a supporter, <laughs> but I've always been a, a, a carious apologist. Let's put it that way, a carious apologist. I'm just wondering if carious would do better in this game than, than Adrian. I feel like carious would have just kicked the ball forward. From all the like trauma yeah. he's had in his life, I feel like he would just boot it every single time. Ad- Adrian just plays this like such a sloppy yeah. pass. I just don't get it. And it's not like it's not like it was close and just was too hard. It was like at least ten feet away from yeah, Gomez. It was, it was just a bad just, pass. I mean, he's not to blame for like some some of those goals were just poor. Yeah, like they didn't like those deflection goals. You could say they were lucky deflections, or you could just say that like. Gomez and Trent or Van Dyke are just staring at them as they have the ball at the top of the box. And, like, you know they're going to shoot no matter what. And then they just def- – it's like – I mean, Ross Barkley was taking shots outside the box without any, like, cover or anything constantly. It was only a matter of time before he scored. I, I had faith in this game in the first half. And I was like – It was like – it was 2-1. Was like, you thought maybe like, Liverpool could get it. I was like, if we can it. keep a 2-1 at halftime, I'm feeling good. But – it ended up being four one at halftime, and yeah, yeah, that didn't do us any favors. Um, I just, yeah, I feel like Thiago, especially in those first five minutes where it was just Liverpool could not play the ball out of the back or just anywhere, they were just kept on losing and getting pressed. I feel like Thiago would have been so big yeah. in that game. It's just like or being just able like, to orchestrate and beat I feel the like press. if Jordan Henderson was out on that pitch, he'd be screaming at everybody. Like he would literally murder. See, that's he didn't come on the field at all. He didn't come on the field at all. I don't think he was on the. I don't think he was on the bench. I think he was on the. What? I think he was on the I bench. I think wasn't he? so. I don't think he traveled. I think he's still injured. Let me check. Um. But it was yeah. We we missed Jordan Henderson. Just like even if he came on at halftime. Yeah, he was on the bench. Jordan Henderson oh. was on the bench. James Milner came on instead. That's. That's bad. I, he must have been injured. I, I don't know why. He must have been injured. There's no reason why he wouldn't come on at halftime. He, they, she, uh, Klopp should have run on Jordan Henderson. At the very least, Liverpool could have gotten another goal and then not made it yeah. embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, 4-2 is awful, but 7-2 is just yeah. shocking. You know what I mean? I think I – don't, I don't know. It's just they missed that pre- – and what was the midfield? The midfield was Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and Keita. Like, that's a good midfield, but they just, like, were getting cut across yeah. constantly. I mean that's I don't I don't really know what to say except we just got murked. Yeah, I don't know. I just it shows how much we need. I mean, Mane is big and uh, Allison is massive. And just I don't know. I think and Firmino was like just sad for me. Yeah, I felt in this game. I don't know what he did. I mean, like honestly, like Firmino had the worst touch I think I've ever seen, and like that's his whole. I mean, I can understand him not taking chances and goals because that's like what he does. You can't expect them, but like, you expect him to be able to drop behind, like in front of that defense, and like get to get a turn on the ball and make some plays happen. But he just like took a fifteen foot touch every single time. All the time the ball came to his yeah. feet. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's Let's just, move, we'll move on to the other smashing that. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Um. <laughs> the this 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 game was was I'm I feel like Man United fans are really <laughs> happy. Like. At least they're not alone. They also yeah. lost by five goals. They lost to Tottenham six-one. Yeah. Um, another's absolute murder. I don't. 
and they they got the goal too in the beginning. The it was one nil in like yeah, in thirty yeah. seconds. It was. I think it was. It was. It was a kind of soft yeah, pen, yeah. but I think it was a pen. I don't have any problem. Uh, I don't have any problems with it. At least it was a foul. It wasn't a handball. I our predictions from last week were wrong. You were saying like three one, three two, <laughs> two one. I said I said a classic <laughs> nil nil, and that's what I said. <laughs> Jesus. But I didn't. I didn't expect Maguire. I didn't expect the. Okay. Let's just um, let's just say let's 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 think about this, okay? Uh, in Man United's last game, they conceded three goals, and Lindelof was playing. In this game, they conceded six, and Lindelof wasn't. So like, yeah, in that first goal where Harry Maguire, I've been I've been Harry defending Maguire Lindelof. Tackles Luke Shaw in the box. <laughs> oh my god, I, I'm just uh, I'm shocked by the, the level of Man United defending. <laughs> it was abysmal, fam. And like you can, I mean, you're. Man, Man United fans have a good case with the whole Martial because Martial got, I think, deserved the red, but Lamella I definitely think, deserved. Blister. I think that it should have been either a, a double yeah, yellow or a double red. I, yeah, they either both stay on or they both go off. Um, Lamella is like exactly. I, don't, I don't know how Lamella got away with that. He elbowed like Martial in the mouth, yeah. and Martial retaliated. Yeah, and it's just like I think that's I feel like that's another thing with a VAR where it's like. Okay, you got you caught the retaliation, but like literally like ten seconds before that is the the start of it so like how can you not yeah. how can you just All cut right. it off like okay something obviously provoked him he doesn't just do that out of like blatant like yeah i don't i don't know i, I don't know if it like if they can give a red there does that fall under the guidelines i've I have no idea i feel like bar has a lot of rules yeah. that we just don't know Some about dude in st george's so, like maybe we're missing like, okay. i feel like dishing out a red card today yeah, but like also, I mean, Man United could have had like four red cards yeah. in this game. I feel like by by stamped on Harry Kane, and also on Son on his Achilles, and Luke Shaw. Yeah, we're gonna give a shout out to Luke Shaw later. In oh that my episode. god, tackle of the season almost. <laughs> and that's just the ball's like twenty feet away from him. He gets absolutely done. Lucas Moore loses, runs past him. Luke Shaw knows he's not catching up. Luke, Lucas Moore takes another touch, like five feet in front of him, and Luke Shaw says "fuck it" and slides and takes out the ankles from behind. Did you see Solskjaer reacting? He's like that. He's like shocked. I just, it's, it was, and like you can complain about the red, but that doesn't change the fact that there were still four defenders and a goalie. Like you lost an attacker, you didn't lose the center back, so you shouldn't. Have, I mean, they Tottenham were the better mm-hmm. team in the beginning anyway. Some they were they were up two one, Son. and then. Uh, that first or that second goal. Yeah, and Kane was this, yeah, Kane's yeah. pass was really nice too on that second goal. Like he gets fouled and none of the Man United players are paying attention and it was yeah, Tottenham were looking yeah. good in this game. Kane was strong. Uh Son has been absolutely insane this season. Yeah. Uh, he's probably gonna get players this season, no one'd be surprised. Uh, if he keeps it up like that and if, if yeah. Tottenham make top four and he keeps it up, I think so. i I made that prediction. Tottenham top four. I mean I didn't be- I mean I didn't believe in Man United, and I'm feeling pretty good about my prediction right now. But, yeah, this is just – it's calamitous for Man United. It's calamitous from Liverpool. I, I'm just trying to think. This might be, like, the first time in history that, like, Man United and Liverpool have both played yeah. such a shocking game. On the same day. Just wow. It's just insane. But, yeah, all I'm saying is Lindelof wasn't on the field making season six, so – People been people been flaming Lindelof for his terrible defending, but he's just he's just been trying to he's just trying to cover for Maguire. 
it's, it's, it's been working too hard trying to cover for Maguire. All right, those were the those were the big results. And then that wasn't even the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there were still some crazy results. I mean, this honestly wasn't yeah. a terrible day for Liverpool. Like, this wasn't a terrible week for Liverpool. It could have been a lot worse if Man City got a win. If pretty much if Chelsea got a win, if Man United, I mean Chelsea did win, but if Man United got a win, yeah, Leeds pull out a draw, one one against Man City. Um, Leeds look I don't I didn't watch much of this game but Leeds have they have balls dude like they were attacking like they didn't care man they were just like Mm -hmm. like they don't care it was it was interesting it was a fun game to watch because like the first 30 minutes I think Leeds looked like they were completely blown it was like it was kind of like a Norwich Liverpool last season where it was just like they were trying their best, but Man City were just so absolutely dominant. Man City, if Raheem Sterling was, it was it was a weird game for Raheem Sterling because he scores a really nice goal and he gets in a lot of good positions, but he just kept on like it, I think it was like two or three times he was one on one with the goalie and he just yeah. kind of dribbled it into him. Yeah, he didn't even take the, the shot too um, on like a insane yeah. free kick. Um, that was like the most unlucky. Um, yeah, but it was just like, the first half I think was Man City dominant, but then. Leeds just kind of turned it around, and it was just a, in the second half, especially, which is yeah. a back and forth game. It was crazy. It was it was so fun to watch, and Man City had some chances to win it, but they just couldn't get in. So did, yeah. I mean, honestly, so did Leeds. Leeds had a uh, lot of really good chances. So I, I think a draw yeah. was deserved in the end. I I guess a little lucky, but um, error from the goal on the Leeds goal from Ederson. Yeah, um, that's true. But yeah, one one. But you yeah, and when you when you when you don't finish your chances like yeah. that, you leave yourself susceptible to them mistakes because it's like only one mistake and it's over i mean man city this is more points dropped they lost yeah to lester last weekend and now they've dropped they dropped what four points now in the opening three games i mean man city's just in i think i don't know about the result just from this like game week because obviously liverpool losing seven two is pretty absolutely atrocious but like I feel like a lot of teams are in dire straits right now. I mean, Chelsea's still trying to figure it out, even yeah. though they won 4-0 this weekend. Liverpool looked like they were flying after some big wins, but, I mean, this kind of mm-hmm. resets everything. And there's – honestly, like, if if everything keeps up going like this, it's – there's not really – there's we don't know who the big title yeah. challenge is. Everton, I guess, role. maybe. But Everton was flying. Yeah, they – Calvert-Lewin is playing like Alan Shearer. They can keep it up. Um, I think I said it. If they beat Liverpool in the Merseyside Derby, I think they, 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 they're they're a top four. Finish, I, I, think. I just I think I think because like that's they like beat the, Liverpool. I still I think they're gonna finish top, top half of the table. I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna stumble. I think this is the litmus test. I feel like Liverpool if they bit if like because you can you can say like Everton has been beating like West Broms and Crystal Palaces, like you can say like they haven't yeah. had that test yet. So if they can beat Liverpool, it goes to show that it's not just yeah. like a good run of form, but it's actually like a really good team, and it is a really good team. So I think I, I, I'm I'm liking Everton's chances this year now, honestly. And then I think the biggest like I don't know what to call it, just like absolute like liars, the frauds of the season, Leicester. Leicester lose three <laughs> nil they... to West Ham. <laughs> I mean, I guess is it that big of a fraud? I mean, West Ham absolutely yeah. dismantled Wolves last week. I mean, I guess West Ham are just Wolves good. They're genius. that good. Yeah. I mean, he's not even there. He's a genius. They're just they're West Ham. 
Don't need a manager, and Leicester just got absolutely exposed by them. It was a, this was a wacky weird. It was, wacky it's a, it was a weird game. Yeah, I think this honestly. I, I mean, like as long as much as I hate Liverpool losing, I think this yeah. is good for the league. It's it's definitely not going to just be a walk fest like it was last year. I think with all these like with Tottenham flying, and they still have Bale coming in, with Chelsea maybe starting to gel, and Christian Pulisic is back. I mean, with Man City dropping points, Liverpool dropping points. Everton flying. This there's there's a lot of teams that have a good shout for winning it, or at least getting top four this year. Apparently, West Ham. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Aston yeah, Villa Aston are still undefeated. Everton are the only two teams that remain undefeated. Um, yeah. It's, it's this. I'm looking. For, this is gonna be a, I'm as a new as like if you look at this as a neutral. Yeah. This is gonna be a fun Premier League season. I think. With just goals, goals, goals. I mean, goals aren't just exclusive to England. Like, after this, this insane week has just been insane all over the world. After, like, this dorman Freiburg game, I don't know if you watched it, but 4-0, Giorena and Holland, just an absolute master class. I mean, Giorena is 18. The American, what was it? The American dream. He has he gets more assists today. I mean, Holland has, like, absolute pace, and he's a monster. But, like, Giorena is just supplying him. And they got Jaden Sancho. He wasn't at the game. For reasons we'll get to later, but um, Giorgian uh, is—I mean, Dorman. I think this might be the Olympia year. Bundesliga. I think this this might be the year. I mean, they 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 they, yeah. they lost last week, so like I guess they could just capitulate. But they have an interesting team. Let's put it that way. This might be one of the best teams they've had since they've won the league when they won the league with Götze and Lewandowski and Marco Royce and Kagawa and Gundogan with Klopp. Like this might be, especially with games where Bayern is just barely eking out a result against Hertha Berlin, four three. It, it takes four Lewandowski goals yeah, and one in the last minute to win the game. Like it's, yeah, it was a penalty. It was kind of a shaky penalty, honestly. But I mean, it's it just it's Bayern lose last week four one. They barely win this week 4-3. I think maybe Bayern, this Bayern team isn't as undefeatable as we originally thought. I think Schalke's just really trash. I mean, they lost 4-0 to Leipzig, so maybe Schalke's yeah, I just think, really bad. So, I think they might be falling into the same slump that like Liverpool have. Like Liverpool have won the league. They've won the Champions League. Bayern have won the Bundesliga for, what, 12 years? 12? Or I don't even know how eight. many seasons. I think it's eight, eight or nine it's years. Crazy. It's crazy. And it's he's, so they've just now. won the Champions League, and now they're – they're like complacent. It's like okay, we've, we're champions of Europe. We're champ- champions of Germany. Like, what what do we want next? Like, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. So they they might be in a little bit of a slump where it's just like, well, we've won the we've won this, we've won that. Like, what what do what do we want next? Yeah, that's true. I think yes, yeah, so Dortmund, Leipzig. And uh, Munchenglabach, I think they're all smelling blood in the water. So this, just like just like in England, this might be an interesting title race this year. Hopefully, yeah. But yeah, I mean, those those are all the wacky fixtures this weekend. I mean, La Liga had some crazy results, or a lot of nil nils, more like it. And I mean, so did Serie A. But I think let's jump into another huge story of the weekend. With and the, if the window is over. The international window is over, but the domestic window is still open. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so we can still see some transfers in England, but everything international. Probably the biggest news. This is this is a this is pretty sad to say. I want to keep it real with you. Um, Arsenal have let go of Gunnar Soros, their mascot. I don't. 
Damn. I don't get Dang. this. I don't get this move for Arsenal. He's a big man. He's on the. I don't even know. For a, I don't know what to say. How much are they paying him that they need to fire know, him to but... like, stay alive? Like the, the way Arsenal framed this made it seem like the, the difference between the club <laughs> being alive and not is like firing their part-time mascot. Yeah, but I've I've heard stuff today of I just, I don't... Hutzel, um he's paying the wages. And he's gonna pay his wages. It's it's a sad story. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're they're moving his wage bill off so that they can yeah, bring in Parsi. On the same day, Connoisseurs, they let go of Connoisseurs. Uh, Arsenal complete the transfer of Thomas Parti. So, I mean. And that's that's a good signing. I don't know how. Like, there's he's this guy's like. Yeah. He's good. Like, and he's also dynamic. He could be box to box. He could be a classic, like, screener yeah. for the defense. For the defense. I mean, you, we, we like we talked about this. What he did against Liverpool, like he's he could just—he's just like a middle, like he's just, an attackers. He's just a force, honestly. Yeah. And he makes he makes Arsenal's. He yeah. he gets in that team immediately, and he he makes them better. I mean, I think Danny Ceballos and him could yeah. be an interesting partnership because he could play that creative kind of passing role, mm-hmm. and then he could screen, and then like make some late late runs into yeah. the box. It could be an interesting. Part party is an amazing signing. I think ROR would have like finished it for Arsenal, but I think Party was much bigger yeah, for Arsenal than ROR was. So that's a, that's a great signing for Arsenal, and that, that makes them better. And Arsenal haven't been looking that bad either, so yeah. that's another title challenge right there. And another big signing. I don't know how he keeps pulling these off. This is a this is Triple a shocker signing from on a, PSG on a free Bayern Munich. Sure. Um... Yeah, he's a free. He's have you seen that? He's never commanded a transfer fee. He's every single time he's left a club, it's been on a free. It's because he went from Mainz to Schalke on a free. He went from Schalke to Stoke on a free. He went from Stoke <laughs> to PSG on a, on a free, on a free, and now he's going to Bayern Munich. I, I just like, yeah, I want to meet his agent. Some deals, man. Because that 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 is a, <laughs> it's insane. Where does he? I mean, Bayern. They need. He's. I think he's a perfect player. He, he's decent. Yeah. He has Bundesliga experience. He's willing to sit on the bench yeah. and get paid. Like that's what they need. It's they need a, that depth it's just for a the big dude call. Just pointing all the balls in the air. Yeah, exactly. And then score a scruffy goal yeah, in last minute, like, score like a different and sweaty goals. And hopefully he'll have, we'll have a a sitter like <laughs> he did that one time, but we'll see. But yeah, and then they also brought in Douglas Costa, on another loan. attacking option. That's honestly on loan, a so. That's like yeah, that's, those are two pickups out. where. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that squad depth right there. Right? What do we, those are we were talking about how they've been looking kind of like tired, kind of complacent. I mean, maybe these signings will help at least make them deeper and make them a little yeah. bit more consistent. And um, also on the same day that Man United got absolutely smashed six one. Two they signed two players. players. Two well, attacking one's, one's like a wing players. Back. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the defen- he's. I mean, he's better than Luke Shaw, but he's still very much an attacker. Cavani and Alex Tellez. Um I'm I'm not in love with the Cavani. I like the I like the Tellez signing. They need a left back. Luke Shaw is shocking. He, I mean, can Tellez be worse than Luke Shaw defending? Like at least, at least I feel like Tellez might be the same, but at least he'll yeah. be good going atta- on the attack. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like. Okay, but you just got. But, like, I don't know about the like a winger, wing back, attacker, and you've just let in six goals. 
like them. Like, you need mm-hmm. to sort out your center back. Like what you were just saying, like it's McGuire. Like this dude costs eighty mil, and he's taken and he it, he's the captain. He's captain. He's taken down his own players in the box. I just. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. And Cavani, Cavani, they're just like throwing the money away. No, he's free. Was, I know, uh, but they're the, the wage is insane. I think they're they're paying five mil to the agent. Oh my! So like, and there's a reason why Cavani didn't go go to any other clubs until now. Like, I feel like Man United. I feel like Ed Woodward is getting and got Cavani. And he's like, see, Man United fans, I'm, I'm doing yeah, work. Because they can get Sancho. And it's just the promise of Jaden Sancho. The promise of, like, James Sancho versus Cavani is, like, night and day. Like, Cavani can be good, but he's injured. He just gets yeah. injured a lot. And he's only got to – I think he's just – he's, like, back up for Martial. Even though he's old. Yeah. And I feel like he also just takes minutes away. He takes minutes away from Greenwood, too. Like – I don't know. It's just like it's not. It's not great. I'd rather have young Martial or young Greenwood playing as opposed to a Cavani, who's probably going to get the same amount of production yeah. as them anyway. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in love with this. But he he inherits the number seven, so that's like doom right there. Yeah. Shades of Di oof, Maria. Oof. Shades of Alexis Sanchez. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the team that like. Is bringing mine is just Chelsea. Like Chelsea spent a boatload of money on attacking players. Yeah, and they got but young, they've also, young but attacking they've also players. Got at least defenders. They got Ben Chilwell. They got Thiago Silva. They got other. They got mm-hmm. defenders. They have options. They have options. At least. Yeah, they got Malanga Sar, who's on loan um, right now. Like, they they've got off, but Man United just they've they've seen they've they know they've had these problems since last yeah. year and they haven't solved them. Yeah. And I, I just feel bad for Man United fans because they, Man United, they deserve yeah. more. I feel like Man United, ever since we've been alive, yeah. pretty much has been dominant. They've been like a, the picture of a well-run club. They, they needed but a center back, and they've picked up now Cam, a winger, and a striker, a thirty-three-year-old yeah. injury-prone attacker. <laughs> yeah, and they were <laughs> they were going to spend like eighty mil on uh, Sancho. Yeah, it's, it's interesting choices from Ed Woodward, but at least they got somebody. But I think that's all the big moves. I don't remember. I think I saw I saw Man United also got like two young players from Atalanta, but they're they're not coming until next year. I don't think. Like oh, that's right. They, they pick up yeah, somebody else. I can't remember. another winger. Um, he he might turn into something big, but we'll see. Also, I saw um, just quick ones. Uh, Ren got a. Football manager King Jeremy Doku from Anderlecht. So the the Wonder Kid adding it to the list of Wonder Kids that they already have. And that's an interesting young team, at least, especially with oh, CSG you, dropping. You know what also happened points, is so, uh, uh, Roba signed uh, Chris Smalling, like completely. So it's like oh, true, they just yeah, got Chris rid Smalling. of a center back. Like <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. It's questionable decisions. Chris Smalling yeah. is solid at the very least. He could, honestly, Chris Smalling could be captain, but he—I mean, yeah. I don't blame him for wanting to go to Rome. Yeah, I mean, good. and leave that shit show. So, like, big up to his agent. He not got out. Choices, but I think, yeah, yeah, good. Big up yeah. to Chris Smalling. Big up to his agent. Yeah. Big up to Roma. That's a good signing. 
So I think that's it, right? I can't remember uh, anything else. That's pretty much, yeah, that's all I've got pretty much on the transfer stuff. So domestic window is still yeah. open. Um, but I don't really see anything big coming out of that. Yeah. No, maybe just some small signings. I mean, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Rian Brewster. Rian Brewster. Rian really Brewster good. going to Sheffield. Yeah. For 23 mil. I think, and it's a 38 million back, buyback clause, I think, for Liverpool, which is, I think that's a good signing for everybody. I mean, if he's if he's decent but not amazing, he just stays at Sheffield. If he's bad, Sheffield yeah. can sell him off because he's still young. And then if he's if he's amazing, Liverpool buy him back yeah. for more money and Sheffield. It's, like, it's a win-win. So, win. That's very much like it's better than a loan for Sheffield. It's like a loan. Yeah. It's a loan where they get paid for it pretty much if it's he, if he turns out really good. So I think and re- and they don't really have any strikers like. Rian Brewster, I think in a couple of weeks, if he plays well in training, yeah, he'd like Sheffield, walk into that team. Sheffield are, I think, just because he's relegation zone currently. I don't think they've won a match. They they need they need goals. They need goals. Because I mean, sure, I mean, it's like Sheffield have like a bunch of strikers that yeah. don't score goals. You know what I mean? It's like Ollie McBurney, uh, Sharp, Lise Massey. It's just a bunch of guys that like are good defending strikers but don't score goals, and at least like. And Brewster is like yeah. a goal scorer. Like he might not, he might not give you a lot of the pressing or playmaking, but he's like he's a scorer of goals. So I think it's a good signing. I hope I, I hope yeah. Brewster does well. Best wishes to him. I picked him up on my fantasy team, so he's got to do well. But yeah, I think that's that's every bit of big news. So I guess we'll move on to predictions yeah. or lack thereof. I I honestly do not care about these friendlies. I'll watch the Sweden games. Sweden's going to win both games. Yeah, my week Nations League this week. So, um... mm-hmm. uh, I just don't know why they're doing this. It's especially with like I think Shakiri just got confirmed to have COVID today. Liverpool, Liverpool are probably honestly probably have an outbreak, yeah. and they just haven't found out yet. That's the fourth Liverpool player that's gotten COVID. I just it's just you're making this. They must yeah. know the climate, right? They must know, like, understand that traveling to all these different countries that have different regulations might be bad for all these players. And then all these players come back to their clubs and then just give it to all them. And then they go to different clubs. I mean, I just don't get it. The games don't even matter. Yeah, it's a – yeah. I mean, but, I mean, it's international football, so. Like, they're, not, yeah. they're not doing Euro – but yeah, they're not doing it for the Euros anyway. They're not quali- – it's like if they, if they needed to do Euro qualifiers, I'd understand it at least. But they don't. It's not even that. It's the Nations League and friendlies. I don't know. It's gotta be done. I just it's it's so stupid. It's pointless and dumb. But that that's my last word on it. I I disagree with the fact that it's happening. So let's let's move on to goal of the week. Let's move on to happier things. My goal of the week so is to go to Eves. I I don't I don't know how to pronounce his name. Eves Busima Busama. Banger goal for Brighton. Yeah. However, they've lost. They've lost to Everton four two. It was it was a mere uh, consolation. Nice chested volley. I think it was one bounce, or not even a bounce. Um, mm-hmm. And he just smashed it. That's it's a beautiful goal, and it's like I like it too because it doesn't go like top corner. It kind of falls into the yeah. bottom corner. It's like unsavable. And Pickford, I mean, he was having a mare, so yeah. even if it was stable, he wouldn't have gotten it. But like, there's just pure. It was such a. It was a beautiful goal. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know, but is it better than my goal of the week? My goal of the week. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to Scandinavia. I'm not going to Hungary for this one. I'm going. It's 
Brentford, Fulham. Fulham are getting torn apart, not by just by Premier League teams. They're getting torn apart by Brentford, too. I mean, it was 3-0 at this point. Oh, no, it was 2-0. Ben Rama makes it 3-0. This, this goal just, this is just – oh, my God. It's just insane. He he gets the ball. And he, and he's not like he's facing the man. He turns it, nutmegs him completely, ends his career, and then he yeah. just hits it, and it kind of knuckles a bit. It like, falls straight down into like the bottom corner outside of the box. Outside. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's such a beautiful goal. I just love it. That guy's that whoever that man is for yeah. Fulham, his, his career is over. Fulham, Fulham, and we're talking about shocking defenses like Fulham. Yeah, they've been pretty bad this Premier League too. Um, so that's 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 my goal of the week. Just a yeah. beautiful goal in the in the in the cup. One more shout out. We're gonna give a tackle of the week to Luke Shaw. Just shout out Luke Shaw. We talked about it earlier, but this is just like. I feel like we yeah. highlighted again how awful this <laughs> this Watching was defensively, their... and they're losing what five one at the point. No, <laughs> I just remember this watching like... the slow mo replay, and it's like <laughs> shot where the camera's facing Lucas Moore and Luke Shaw from behind. And you can see Luke Shaw just mm-hmm. make the decision to go in, and then he goes in. And yeah, then... <laughs> I love I love uh, I love his eyes. It's the thought process. He's just like you can see the entire thought process. Like fuck, and he looks at him. He looks at his legs. And he's like fuck it, and, and he then Oleg in the back, and he just puts his hands on his head because it's he knows what he's done, and <laughs> he only gets a yellow card. It's and I, uh, it's shocking. <laughs> and I love Mourinho too because he doesn't even care. He's just like I'm already up big. I could freak out about this. He's just all right. He's like he's just sitting down. Oh my god, Luke Shaw. I think Luke Shaw probably saw the news at halftime that Alex Keller. <laughs> I've lost my spot. Like, I need to. I need. I need to. I need to make them at least remember me. <laughs> He's had no impact on this game so far, but now he will. Oh my god! But I think also shout out Tommy. Another shout out Tammy Abraham. COVID party and other England lads. <laughs> oh my goodness! Jaden Sancho, Ben Chilwell. Oh, a party after winning four nil against uh, Crystal Palace. I just it's stupid. I I don't think there's much we can say about it. I think everything that ha- can be said has been said. Like yeah. it's just pretty dumb. And they were called up for the England team, but you know, who so. cares? Yeah. Shout so. out to you guys. Also, shout out to the listeners. Yeah. We love you guys. Always have, always will. Um next week we'll be back and, with uh, uh yeah. Premier League predictions. Probably like zero transfer news. Maybe maybe a little bit of uh, Nations League results. We'll see if any any, any big games pop off. Yeah, it'll 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 be a it'll be a chill week. It'll be a chill week. Um, so shout out to y'all. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.